This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up in today's Federal Newscast, federal employees have some questions answered regarding whether it's okay to accept those free conferences. Federal employee unions let their thoughts on OPM's new disciplinary procedures be heard. And the federal community mourns the loss of a prominent lawmaker. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees traveling to conferences have some clarity about whether accepting registration fees is considered an in-kind payment. The Office of Government-Wide Policy issued new regulations stating it is not an in-kind payment if a federal employee receives a waived or discounted registration fee while participating as a speaker, panelist, or presenter. Therefore, the waived and discounted registration fees will not need to be reported to the Office of Government Ethics. However, other types of travel expenses pay by a non-federal source, such as transportation, lodging, meals, and attendance on non-speaking days, must continue to be reviewed and reported to OGE. The new regulation becomes effective on November 15th. The National Treasury Employees Union filed extensive comments to the Office of Personnel Management's proposed rules on new disciplinary procedures. NDEU says OPM's proposals incorrectly assume it's too difficult to fire or discipline federal employees. The union says it's astounded OPM is advocating against the use of progressive discipline and tables of penalties when dealing with poor employee performance or misconduct. The public comment period on OPM's proposed rules closed earlier this week. A bill strengthening the independence of scientists at more than 20 different agencies is close to getting a full House vote. The House Science, Space, and Technology Committee approved the Scientific Integrity Act. Congressman Paul Tonko, the bill's sponsor, said it aims to protect federal research from influence by political leadership, which codifies scientific integrity guidelines at agencies. Federal employees, members of Congress, and good government groups are remembering the late House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings. He died yesterday morning at age 68. The National Treasury Employees Union called him a true champion for federal employees. The National Active and Retired Federal Employees Association remembered his leadership on the Thrift Savings Modernization Act and on postal reform. New York Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney is expected to take over his chairmanship of the Oversight Committee. A new Senate report lays out what caused the Consumer Protection Safety Commission's data breach in April. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. Poor training of frontline employees and convoluted and ineffective systems were among the major causes of a CPSC data breach earlier this year. The Senate Committee on Commerce, Science and Transportation released its findings yesterday after conducting an investigation into the cyber incident. The committee determined the breach was because of incompetence and mismanagement rather than deliberate bad faith efforts by the agency. In the April cyber incident, the agency exposed personal data of more than 39,000 citizens and sensitive information of almost 11,000 manufacturers. I'm Jason Miller. Air Force Material Command officially spent all the money it was allotted in 2019, nearly $67 billion, encompassing one-third of the total Air Force budget. The command invested the money into multiple projects to support next-generation weapons and airborne testing for electromagnetic warfare. It also spent funds on building readiness and squadron innovation projects. 
The Senate has given President Trump the green light to redirect military construction funds to build his promised border wall. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. Both houses had passed legislation to overturn the emergency declaration that let the president raid the Defense Department accounts and defer projects on military bases. But President Trump vetoed that measure, and on Thursday, the Senate fell short of the votes it needed to override that veto. Ten Republicans sided with Democrats on the veto override vote, but the chamber still fell well short of the two-thirds majority it needed. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Pentagon announces Chief Master Sergeant Ramon Colon Lopez as the next senior enlisted advisor to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Colon Lopez is the first airman to ever hold the position. He previously served as the senior enlisted advisor for U.S. Africa Command. Colon Lopez took over the position from Army Command Sergeant Major John Troxell. And Department of Energy Secretary Rick Perry says he will be resigning by the end of the year. His long-rumored departure comes as he is under scrutiny over the role he played in the president's dealings with Ukraine. He's held the position since March 2017, making him one of the longest-serving members of Trump's cabinet. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 